Welcome, Dr. James Beckett's Sports Card Insights. Another episode where I recap the previous 25 episodes over the last now couple months, really. It represents eight weeks. When I first started, it was about every three or four weeks, it seemed, and I could remember them because they just happened. Now it's a recap and a refresher for my benefit as well. I enjoy thinking back over these episodes and listening a little bit if I need to catch up on what I said. I don't know that anybody has these episodes memorized. I jump around a little bit and I understand that. I want to thank my sponsors. And when I look back on these recaps, sometimes I can look back and think that I give a little bit of a shout out to each of the sponsors, not just through the mention of the sponsor list, but was there some coverage? Let's see. I had dinner with Rob Barris and Mike Fruitman, but that doesn't count. But I did have a good time with them during this last period of time. And Hugs and Scott and Heritage, they're coming up next time. Panini, I think, did not get a lot of coverage uh, during this group, but they got a whole bunch before. And uh, Tops is always going to get some positive mention. And Upper Deck, there was a box battle in there. And then certainly Beckett Media, all the Beckett entities get plenty of coverage. I'm trying to keep it all positive, but there was a lot of uh, confusion going on with BGS. And ComC, I won't say that Rich Klein is a constant commercial, but it's pretty clear that we're both pretty big fans of ComC and really enjoy the niche that it has and its richest current employer. Thank you, all those sponsors. And I'm just going to keep going here. I'm up to 975 now, so I'm going to 1000 and then we'll see what happens after that. First one, I'm going to recap here, a 949, which was titled Cards I Should Have By Now, completely and shamelessly inspired by John Keating and then gently critiqued by him afterwards. But I listened to his episode and I thought, I can do that. He did his version of it. I did my version of it. And he was maybe not poking fun at me, but just trying to get a little comment of, I thought you would have said this one or that one or whatever. 950 was the uh, other recap. 951, the bittersweet tribute to Chandy Greenholt, uh, Rich and I both had known him. I'm sure I've known him for 35 years. I don't know. It certainly goes into the 80s. In fact, gosh, I knew him in the 70s. Wow. We're not that different in age. It's really tough. We're losing the good guys. I really do encourage people to listen to these tributes. You can find out about the next episode of 1966 Top Space Ball. That was fun doing that with Rich, but these tributes are something I think is important for the legacy and the history of the hobby that these iconic dealers who not just had great stuff, but were good guys and good business. That was Chandy. Again, 66 Tops Baseball with Rich Klein. The big question is, will we do every top set and every other set? Rich and I don't know that we'll do them all, but we're having fun doing the ones we haven't done, and there's still plenty more to do. 953 and 54 were the five listener questions. I just put a 5.0 and 6.0 just for my reference in case somebody says, hey, you had a question in there. Those are the episodes where I really could use some better show notes so that you could dig into in the sixth minute to the question four of that episode was something that you want to review or check back against. I'm still getting good questions and I'm working on the next round. I got a whole bunch more and I'll package them in an eclectic way and deliver them in this next group of 25. But that was five and five there. 955 was the upper deck hockey box. I won't say it's impossible. Let's just say it's hard to do audio reviews 
The only thing I have going for me is that I was there before Upper Deck hockey was a thing. And I have collected hockey and opened my share of product, but it's fun to open new product and appreciate Upper Deck giving me a little sampling sometimes of what they're doing. And again, all the companies are doing some great work. It's tough to keep creative and keep enough of the old themes and designs as well as bringing in new things. 956 was the first of what I think will be many more. We've got more coming in this group, and then I'll probably do another volley of those with Rich. Just called it ramblings. Rich has had ramblings for, I think, a couple of decades in his writing, and he had a column to that effect for a long time. But there's no rules. When two guys are talking and they're rambling, after all, it's a daily podcast. Nobody's my boss. Rich and I can get together like a couple guys and just talk about the hobby, and it doesn't have to be linear. We can jump around. I think most people have said they enjoyed it, and so we'll do more of that. In fact, we don't even need to do dueling questions. We can just do stream of consciousness. So thanks, Rich, for your flexibility. And again, we just jump in and wing it. And that's actually been a lot of fun. 957 was the interview with Danny Black, who's the founder. Maybe he says he's the co-founder of Hobby News Daily, but it seems like it was his idea. And I'm hopeful. I think Rich Miller does a great job, but I think there's always room for more positive hobby content that is timely. And Danny always uh, brings a sense of humor to everything he does and uh, has got a nice group of writers and contributors that are involved. And I love that. I think that's one of the secrets of my success. If it's a secret is I had some great contributors. Some were paid very well and some weren't paid that well. And some were just great people who wanted to advance the hobby. 958, some more ramblings with Rich. 959, the personalization issue. That really was an ac- accumulation of aspects of personalization that probably didn't fit together. I never really outlined it. I just had some ideas. I got a lot more feedback on that episode than I thought because some people had probably thought about that. And as the title would imply, they personalized that episode. And so that's to the point that personalization is something I've thought about a lot in the industry. After all, my name is on a lot of stuff at this point. 960, more ramblings with Rich. 961, more ramblings. Again, we could just have ramblings with Rich. It could be the whole podcast, but that's not fair to Rich. But I'll give you some more Rich. We've got more things teed up for this next group. Dick Perez and Mark Evans came on together on episode 962. And some of the podcasts that I listened to faithfully, they'd already been on. So they've kind of been on the circuit. And I had been talking to Mark over many months. And so then finally, when I did get a chance to schedule him and Dick to be on the podcast, I was really looking forward to doing that. But I told him, I said, I don't really want you to just say the stuff you've been saying. I want to break some, not necessarily new ground, but I want to ask some questions that haven't already been asked. And they were very amenable to that, and it was great. Dick has a very compelling story, and so does Mark. So I'm really looking forward to the documentary. And again, this wasn't a commercial, but it's certainly something you ought to consider. 963 was my grading origin story. It's kind of like an outtakes or an abridgment, but I deleted some stuff. It wasn't everything that I said, but I gave a short talk to the BGS grading trainees and some other people were there that you'd know their names. It was just a situation where I could share some of my story about how I've always been a grader. Now, I'm not a very good numerical grader, but I'm a really good grader for spotting fakes, for spotting alterations and things like that. And I'm not going to be off by 
a whole bunch of numbers. I'm not going to think something's a 10 if it's a 7, but whether it's a 7 or a 7.5 or a 6 or a 7 or a five, maybe even a 5 or 7 on some of these vintage, I can miss things. So I'm not the best grader, but it doesn't mean I don't have grading abilities. I just couldn't do it full time. I wouldn't want to. I don't think I'd be the good at it. And I'm glad we've got guys that have not only done it full time, but they've done it for many years. And my hat's off to them. They're a great group over at BGS. 964 were outtakes with Dick and Mark about the Diamond King documentary. When I have these Zoom calls, I go more than 15 minutes just because I'm going to use 15 minutes. But then there was a bunch of extra stuff that was interesting that Dick and I, the Puerto Rican connection relates to Roberto Clemente and all that. 965 were the outtakes about Kevin and BGS, what has been going on the last six weeks or so with BGS. And at this point, right when I'm speaking, it has not been resolved. Like I said, I've made a proposal and Kevin is my buddy. And so I'm hoping that it'll all get worked out in a way that people are pleased. Can't please all the people, but I think most of the people would be pleased with at least the way I would like to come at it. 966 was Torsten Bauer. Torsten has been a faithful listener. He's Shaq's number one fan in Frankfurt, Germany. Maybe his number one fan anywhere, but PhD in nuclear physics, so we can do PhD battles. Actually, I don't think I want to battle him on anything that's related to even Shaq's stuff, but we talked about a whole bunch of stuff. He had written in questions, and we knocked them out one at a time, and we went extended overtime on that. Newsflash, if you are a subscriber to Basketball Card Fanatic, you can get Torsten's rookie card. It is bound into the magazine of the episode, not this last one, but the one before. Now, my card is in there too, but I've had cards before. Torsten has his rookie card in Basketball Card Fanatic of whatever that would be, April issue. And thank you, Adam Gray, for that. 967 was a tribute to Jim Brown. I saw him play. And John, I don't think, did, except that he is from Syracuse. And so it's a natural partner for us to tag team in dealing with Jim Brown, not just the player and not just the actor, but the man and a complicated guy. Again, you just have to listen. And there are other people that have done tributes to Jim Brown because he's very noteworthy. At one point, perhaps considered the greatest football player. Probably be a little bit of a bump in, in his stuff. 968, the outtakes on trimming from Hobby Hotline from earlier in May. The Evan Mathis video about how to do trimming that really was, I think, intended to stir the pot. So we batted around during the Hobby Hotline, got a lot of listener and commenting and questions there. Just a short segment out of the longer Hobby Hotline of that Saturday morning. 969, dueling questions with Cage Lawyer. Cage now has his own show. We talked about his episodes with Andrew. They were numbering them and then some other numbers, but they were getting up there and they actually passed me up because I'm 975 on this episode. But Cage is prolific and he's one of the few guys that I've had on that he basically talks for a living. And me, I don't talk for a living. I talk for 15 minutes a day and then I hang up my microphone, but I've got Cage is always on. He made it fun and he had saved up some questions for me and I had some for him. 970, Mark Hoyle, Red Sox master collector, very well-liked and well-respected veteran collector of all things Red Sox. Again, we did some other eclectic episodes. Rich Klein is there. And when you have three people there, you need three people that don't hog the microphone. You just have to take turns. And each guy was knowledgeable and wanted to contribute. There's more to come from Mark Hoyle. Thanks, Mark, for doing that. 971, some more from Torsten. 972, some more ramblings from Rich. In 973, a second group of Cage Lawyer dueling questions. Coming down the home stretch here, 975 now will be 
today, and 1,000 will be, I guess, in about eight weeks. I'm trying to think. if It would come out somewhere probably right after the National. So if you've got any ideas, if you see me at the National and you've got some ideas of what to do for either episode 1,000 or the second 1,000 episodes, which I'm not promising to do, but I'm only doing 15 minutes three times a week. So that seems to have given me a little bit of a new lease on life. So thanks, everybody. I'll be back again in a couple of days with another episode. And I hope you enjoyed not just these last ones, but all of them. And if you want to see more of something, drop me a note at drjamesbeckett at gmail.com. So see you in a couple of days and enjoy the hobby. The man that-